You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's season one. It's episode 45. The World Series is here, Crowley. Just a couple more hours until first pitch, and we're calling this one Schwarber's team versus Dusty's team. That means Kyle Schwarber and the Phillies are taking on Dusty Baker's Houston Astros down in Houston. First pitch is tonight. Yeah, finally we're here, and, you know, it's funny because last time we talked a little bit about the ex-Cub factor in here, and there's a couple guys that played a half season here, backup catcher here, but when you think about the two ex-Cubs going into it, you got Kyle Schwarber, you know, obviously 2016 World Series hero, and when you look at the numbers, obviously he couldn't play the field, and so he there's no there was no DH in the NL. I wondered if there was a DH in that 2016 season, if Kyle Schwarber's not the MVP of the World Series. I mean, just absolutely ridiculous what that guy did. And what he, obviously- meant, what he meant to them was unbelievable. Every time you hear an interview with uh, Joe Madden, he says, without Kyle Schwarber, we don't win that thing. Right. And, and then on the other side of it, you got Dusty Baker. I mean, I, ha- I still have my Dusty We Trusty shirt. Uh, it was 2003. <laughs> And he was coming, he just took the San Francisco Giants to the World Series. And, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden he comes to the Cubs and six outs away. And we all know what happened after that. So, I mean, it is, this is not the World Series. Well, I'll tell you this. My AL side of the bracket looked immaculate, impeccable, glorious. My NL side of the bracket was an absolute uh, mess. So, you know, this is not the World Series I expected, but uh, Houston's in it. I, I knew, you know, they were just too good. And, uh, boy, the Phillies just out of nowhere. You think about the Phillies, man. They finished third in the NL East, third. Well, a year ago, right, Crowley, a year ago, they would not have been in the bo- in the postseason based on mm-hmm. it's the new rules. The new rules got them in. Right. 87-75 they finished the season. They struggled for a lot of the season around 500. Joe Girardi, another former Cub. So let's throw that in there. Joe Girardi, former catcher for the Cubs, you know, he ends up getting fired midseason. And, you know, all of a sudden, here, here they go. They turn it around, and they get hot at the right time. They beat the Cardinals, which I didn't – I pricked them against, the Braves and the Padres to get to the World Series. They have two really top starters there, right? Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. That's a good one-two punch you got there. But what are they known for? They're known for hitting. Big boys hitting balls far. And, uh, you know, Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, Reese Hoskins, and JT Real Muto. I mean, those guys, any one of those guys can take a yard off of any pitcher. It's unbelievable. Um, Schwarber, you, you remember with Dex Fowler, it used to be like, you go, we go. I always feel the same thing with Kyle Schwarber. If Kyle yeah. Schwarber's on, I feel like he gives that team that little bit of extra gas. But there is no doubt about that 
uh, Bryce Harper has obviously been the MVP throughout this postseason. Uh, in the, uh, he was the NLCS MVP. He hit five homers, including one in the eighth inning to put the Phillies on top of San Diego. He's had 10 runs, a 1.351 OPS in 11 postseason games. It is absolutely remarkable that we watched Bryce Harper kind of grow up a little bit before our eyes, you know? Yeah. And I, I just, you know, the sports, you know, the SI covers and all, all, all the talk, all the hype. And now this guy is on the, on the main stage that you wondered if he ever was going to reach and he's here and he's done nothing but perform since he's been up since he's well, been. I, in- I loved, I love the story after they had won the pennant and the owner actually coming up to him and saying, I could have and should have paid you more money. <laughs> hey man you know what you love to hear a guy actually acknowledge that from the ownership group you know he's already and, and outperformed the 300 and i think 50 million dollars he got right yeah you know and, and and i they are so excited about this world series in philadelphia dustin i was going to ask you I, I looked there was a tweet the other day on the secondary market this is the second highest world series ticket price ever Number one, obviously, Chicago Cubs in 2016. But the number two is the Philadelphia Phillies. And I'm trying to think, you know, it wasn't that long. It wasn't like, you know, it was a lifetime. My dad and I, today is the anniversary of game three of the 2016 World Series. Yeah, Kyle good times Schwarber. right now for all those anniversaries. You got you to gotta keep up with that. Yep, I saw your right. stuff on. I saw your stuff on social earlier today. Right, Kyle Hendricks versus Josh Tomlinson, and 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 I remember, you know, it was like my dad was born in 1946, right? So he literally waited until he was 70 years old to see the Cubs in the World Series. That is literally a lifetime. Yep. Okay, I waited 40 years to see the Cubs in the World Series. I was 40 when that happened in 2016, and so I just sat there and. and I was, you know, obviously there's no doubt that for Cub fans, this was a once in a, you know, who knows? Like you just, you didn't know if this was going to be it. Everyone wanted to be there for that first World Series game at Wrigley Field. Everybody wanted to just be at any game at Wrigley Field. Everybody I know flew in um, back home to just be on the streets in a bar somewhere paying ridiculous prices. It was like $150 to $200 just to walk into a bar. You wanted a chair? Well, that was going to be another $200. You wanted a table? That was going to be another 500 I mean, people didn't care. I'm trying to remember what I did for that game. I mean, obviously, I know I watched it. I think that morning we actually broadcast live from the radio booth the morning of that (laughs) game. So I was down there at 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, but, uh, got the heck out of, got the heck out of there. I, if I would have stayed, I wouldn't have been coherent by the time first pitch would have come around. Well, it was one of those things where they had like this rule, like they had this cordoned off block around Wrigley where you couldn't like get out of like, once you parked, that was it. So I left my car basically for three days. I was there for, you know, I was there for the whole weekend of that, but I, you know, I'm just surprised that the Phillies, when was the last, I'm trying to remember the last time they were there, the Ryan Howard, I think 2009. 2009. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like, you know, like, Oh my God, I get to see my team in the world series. It's, well, I think it's maybe it's, co- I think maybe it's COVID after a couple of years of being cooped up and not getting out. Now it's a big party. And listen, they're a good brand of sport fan. The Philadelphia fans are good. You know, they're definitely in the top five city sports cities. If you, you're going to take a vote top five, I think Philly's in there. top five sports cities in the country. 
So they're they're good fans. And, and listen, I think they're the type of people that like guys like Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber and Reese Hopkins and Relamuto. I think they like that kind of thing. I like they like the the boppers and whatnot. And if you can get Castellanos working going too, that would be all great. Right. You know, yes, he he's had a he's had a pretty good playoff, all things considered. Right. And so they are going to face the Astros. They're going to be facing off in Houston tonight. Um, finished in first place in the West with a record of 106 and 56. Basically, they clinched it like by Memorial Day. It was ridiculous. Crazy. Um, they had a bye in the first round. Seattle gave them a little bit of trouble in the DS, but I think that was kind of a little bit of rust. And then uh, they, they absolutely demolished the Yankees. Uh, let's not say demolish, but but just the Yankees had no answer for the pitching. Yeah, so it's that- out. The Yankees struck out 50 times, 50 times in four games. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right. And and, and who would have predicted Justin Verlander being an AL probable Cy Young winner? I mean... You sit there and you look at that, and then you got a lot of the guys that are still from the tainted World Series 2017 where you look at, uh, you know, Altuve, Bregman, Gurriel, uh, Alvarez. And then you got some new guys like uh, Justin Pena, the rookie shortstop, who was the ALCS MVP. He finished the ALCS 6 for 17 with two homers and two doubles, including the one to tie it up in New York, if you know. So you look at that team, and and probably the most underrated aspect of the Astros is that bullpen. I mean, if 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 you don't have, if you're trying to make a comeback against that bullpen, best of luck to you, man. Because yeah, if luck, you right? don't, absolutely yep. right. If you don't have, if you don't have a lead, or at least at the very least tied, I, it's it's going to be hard, man. It's going to be hard for the. Uh, I don't care how big these guys are bopping. That bullpen is nasty. All right, well, based on everything you just said, Crowley, I'm assuming that you're taking the uh, Astros, plus you've been picking against the Phillies this entire postseason. Now, let me just say that, they're, they're, <laughs> that it is, there, there's a difference between what you want in your heart and what you think in your head, okay? So I wanted the Phillies to beat the Cardinals. I just didn't think they were, I didn't look to down paper, didn't think it was going to happen, right? Uh, say, you know, same thing with the Padres, you know, uh, all of those things I just said, and, and, and against the Braves, I just thought there was no way. So, again, if I'm looking this on paper and I'm looking at the starters and I'm looking at that team where you look at the Astros, they have the experience, uh, they have good pitching, they have a phenomenal bullpen, and, and you know, as we talked about in the last episode, I think that if the postseason started two days after, the, uh, after Houston wins it, right? After, after they're ready to go and the momentum's still going and everybody's still hot, then I would pause a little bit more about making this choice. But because everybody's had five days to relax, cool down, I, I, I just think I say I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to say the Astros in five. Astros in five. Wow, that was a popular pick this morning on the uh, Mully and Haw show, both 
Mully and Haw were uh, only seeing the Phillies win a game while you're still picking. So who is the MVP then for the Astros? I think they're going to give it to Verlander. Yeah, but he's only going to pitch one. He's a, is he going to pitch more than one game if it's Astros and five? Yeah, he'll pitch the, the two he'll games. Pitch, he'll pitch the clincher. He'll pitch yeah. one and five. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. So I, I'm going against you, Crawley. That's not a big shock if you listen to this podcast. A lot of times we didn't agree other than the fact that we love the Cubs. And here's why. Because Justin Verlander is 0-6, Crowley, and seven career World Series starts with a 5-6-8 ERA, and he's allowed nine home runs. So you know what I'm doing tonight? I'm betting on the Phillies. I'm All betting right. on the Phillies to win the World Series. I'm betting How many on the games? Phillies to win the World Series in six. I'm betting on Kyle Schwarber to be the MVP of the World Series, and I am betting on Kyle Schwarber to hit a home run in his first at bat tonight against Justin Verlander in game one of the world series, Crowley. That's what I'm thinking. Well, Dustin, I, I, I would be the happiest man if you win that bet. And I, I, I gotta tell you, I know people get mad at me and I've talked, you know, we've talked to you and I have both talked to a lot of baseball people over our year, over the years. Uh, and I am not a big dusty Baker fan. Um, he left, a, you know, there's a real sour taste in my mouth when he left. Um, I was there to quote the great, uh, Les Grobstein. I was there in 2003 for all the games. I was there for game six. I was there for game seven. And the thing I always think about with game six is after there's six outs, you left, you know, six outs from the world series and the Cubs are leading three to one. There's, you know, you get that, you get now one more out five outs before that pop that fly ball that's right into short left field. And what happens with Alu happens. And, you know, all of a sudden everybody in the park kind of felt that, you know, Alou's yelling into the stands. He's yelling at the ump. Everybody's yelling at the ump. It was interference. I mean, it clearly wasn't. We know that now, but I'm sitting here and I'm looking at the dugout and I'm kind of got my head kind of trying to look over. Is somebody going to come out, you know? And, and this is the time where the bullpens were still, below my seats, nobody's up. And Pryor's thrown a lot of pitches. Now, mind you, that bullpen in 2003 was the Achilles heel of that Cubs team. Mm -hmm. But, you know, maybe maybe you put in Matt Clement. I don't know. Maybe, you know, do whatever. But I'm sitting there, and nobody's up, and nobody comes out just to talk to the team. Like, you know, if I'm Dusty, I come out and say, hey, guys, you know what? No big deal. Let's just kind of, you know, calm it down, get the next out. You guys got this. Let's do what we keep doing all year, and let's win. Boom, something. I just felt that he mismanaged that whole situation. And afterwards, in when they were asking about Barman and this and that, you know, if you ask Dusty now, oh, I didn't think the kid had anything to do with it. Oh, it was all those Cub fans. No, dude, I heard you in the post game, and you were just as <laughs> frustrated and accusatory as everybody else. Now you're trying to rewrite history, and you're rolling it. Game seven. Kerry Wood versus Mark Redman in the Marlins. And I'm looking here and neither pitcher really has it. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, Kerry kind of ran out of gas. Redman isn't, wasn't that great of a pitcher anyway. Kerry Wood hits that home run and Wrigley's shaking, literally shaking. And, but, but I'm worried about it. And when I looked at the bullpen, Jack McKeenan was getting starters up to close this thing out where Dusty was going with his old tried and true bullpen, which was just awful. And I just felt he was outmanaged by Jack McKeenan in game seven of that. And, and then, you know, just 
he always kind of had, I just don't think he, he, he didn't like Cub fans afterwards. And I just, I, I feel like he's somebody that makes a lot of excuses and I know he partied with Jimi Hendrix and he played with Hank Aaron and you can sit there and tell me all the great dusty stories. I just think a lot of times too much, the national media kisses his rear end. Um, I think he, like I said, to me, he was a guy that just, he never took accountability. Like I would have liked to have seen it. Um, and, and, and I just, like I said, Hey man, Hey dude, it got old real, real quick for me. And so I don't want to see him win. Maybe I'm a bitter Cub fan that, that, that just kind of holds on to grudges too long. You know, I just know how the media is going to blow it out of proportion if Dusty wins the World Series. So I am 100% rooting for the Phillies, but I am also 85% <laughs> sure that Houston's going to win it in five. All right, well, uh, I'm not a huge Dusty Baker fan either. Uh, go Phillies. I've got Phillies in six. Kyle Schwarber, a big reason for that. Uh Crowley's got the uh, Astros in five. He's going with Verlander. I think tonight will really set the tone for the whole thing, Crowley. I really, really do. That's another reason why I am very curious. I'll have the DVR fired up because I am going to be paying attention to high school football tonight. But uh, I will get to this and we'll watch it. Crowley, have a great uh, weekend. Enjoy the games. There will be two games. And then uh, we will get back uh early next week, maybe a, a Tuesday edition. We have to look and see what the days off are, plus Monday's Halloween, so it might be a little dicey with all the uh, trick-or-treaters knocking on the door and the animals going ballistic. So we might have to wait a day on that. All right, Crowley, enjoy your weekend. That's a wrap. This was uh, Season 1, and we called this one Schwarber's team versus Dusty's team on the Fly the W670 podcast. Don't forget to follow us on the socials, Fly the W670 on Twitter and Instagram, Fly the W on Facebook. You can email us your thoughts and suggestions at flythew670 at gmail.com and go Kyle Schwarber. Go Kyle Schwarber. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.